a week that's not too bad yeah i mean it I is it's, like, it's 20 bucks for a uh, tv show i mean yeah but it, a tv show i watched for eight hours don't get me wrong <laughs> there were years where i would just watch like whatever game was on and i yeah I, I that's know. where i'm at now yeah I, I think the red zone has lessened the need for it because the red zone is so much but it'll be interesting to see um once it goes away from direct tv to see what happens with it. Yeah. I think yeah. It, I think it will go where you can just purchase like one game a week. A la carte. Yeah. Well, well I'm gonna need it because football's about to end. It's gonna end just like our season. And guys, I wanna say congratulations on another season. Um I forget what year this is. For us, 15 is 15, yeah, at least 15. 14-ish, 15-ish. Um, but here we are, week 17, um, and it's been a pleasure to be here with you guys. So, again, I'm Matt, along with JT and Mike, and we have a special guest here today. Um, she needs no introduction, but will only be known as... <laughs> Champion. I love it. Yeah. It's not every day I get to use that title. <laughs> uh, Rachel, congratulations. A well-earned victory. Great this job, is, uh, it's you. been a long time coming. We were just saying it's been 15 years. Not that you've been in for the entire 15, but uh, I believe this is your first Boone Trail Championship, so congrats. It is. Thank you. All it took was all of us being away from the place the league was named after for approximately five years. <laughs> True. Yeah. <sighs> all right. So walk us through. How were you feeling as the meaningless Najee Harris touchdown goes in near the end and cuts it down to five? Um, so it's funny because at that point I was in the championship in another league. and So I needed Najee to get 16 in that one. So I was focusing on him trying to get to 16, and I had that one pulled up. And then, of course, the last second, he runs a touchdown, and Brian's like, yeah, you won. I was like, wait, but how many does Colin have now? And I'm frantically flipping to that one. So, yeah, it was a little stressful. But I went to bed, and he, he didn't have much of anything. You know, Nobody was putting up much in that game. That was a pretty awful uh, performance. But he really, really made it a little closer than I thought. I, I, Colin had to be dying when he saw it was only down to five. Yeah, he was he was quiet. I have I didn't hear from him at all. So yeah, a little earlier in the week, but did you you stayed up you stayed up all night though, Cuzzy? I did. I got word we had a two hour delay, and I was ready to stay up till the whole end of the game. <laughs> I love the idea that it was the two hour delay that kept you up for the entire game. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> two fantasy championships on the line. I have a feeling you might have been up anyway, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, I I think uh, as satisfying as it is. There's there's little silver lining, Rachel, that might make this even better. Yeah. Are you are you familiar with uh, who is going to be doing the engraving for you? It's, I I sure it makes me nervous. It's not going to get done if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, hey Casey, please respond. I will drive. I'll drive it over to the elementary school. It's right next door. I'll send it in inner office mail or the United States Postal Service, and I'll send Rachel, the little you, plaque there. 
You may want to spell your name for him too, because uh, yeah. he it should be like that. certified or registered mail, right? Where he has to sign. I will. Yeah, I think that I like the inner <laughs> county mail. Just shows up through Harnett County Schools. Ooh. That would be great. There we go. All right, I'll, I'll send it in that one. <laughs> I would, would not recommend it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh man. So Rachel, let's talk about your year because you kind of had a slow start to the year. I did. I did. Um, it, slow start, and I feel like every week followed that trajectory where it was. I was always waiting in the last game of the week to try to make a comeback, which is in true Bills fashion what I enjoy doing. The fact that Robert Woods got a shout out uh, was <laughs> I, I thought a tip of the cap to the uh, to the fantasy trail, if anything. It's funny. I went to drop him multiple times when I picked up other people and I would like Google it. I'm like, what are the chances he comes back? I was like, I just feel so bad cutting him. I'm just going to leave him. I always had someone else I could get rid of. And then when you guys brought that up last week, I was like, oh, perfect. I'm keeping him. He's riding the whole way through now. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Him and Marlon Mack are on the rosters of many championship teams. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, good stuff. So, I don't know. Tamal, you want to hit up a real quick recap while our champ can just sit there and smirk? Yeah, let me go. Uh, <laughs> pull that up. All right. So, there, there is the championship. Rachel with a 133 against Colin with a 129. Um, and so, I just want to make it clear that Rachel had six wins this year. And had Tyler Huntley as her quarterback. And that means fantasy is stupid, and I want to quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quarterback situation was a bit of a struggle. Did you I debate? So, what was your thinking on that? Um, I honestly wasn't debating it. I was going to either play Lamar or Huntley, depending okay. on who was in it. Um, yeah, I, I was between those two. I, I mean, Garoppolo was out, and... I refused to pick up Tua, so I couldn't do that. Um, but, yeah, once they announced he was in, I, I put him in. The flex actually gave me more stress this week than the quarterback did. Uh, Gabe Davis was a last-minute fill-in. But... And who was the other person you were between? Uh, honestly, I was between Gabe Davis, Chase Claypool, and then I picked up Jarrett Patterson off the waiver. And I was going to put in Jarrett Patterson – because I was reading up on him and realized he went, he was from Buffalo. Mm -hmm. I thought it was oh, a Homer. So I almost put him in. And then when they announced Sanders was out, I figured I'd go with my boy, Gabe Davis, but luckily he stepped up enough. Yeah. Jared, Jared didn't have a bad game, but you, you made it through. I think Scarano, you, you hit the nail on the head here and you you brought this up a lot this year. The idea of the, star receiver that kind of offsets the quarterback. Yes. And that was huge for you this week because Rodgers was putting up a pretty good game, but it ended up really just boosting you more because Adams did so well. Yeah, I, I joked about that before the game. I said, Rodgers is allowed to have a night. He just has to throw it to Devontae every time, and he pretty much did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Colin really got let down. You know, he's got to be just – Bummed because there there isn't any major outliers in terms of games that were huge for him. You know, Najee was big, but but it's Kittle, Elliott, and Swift combining for 15 points. Yeah. And a D and a kicker if you 
Combined, if you combine those five guys, you got 20 points out of those guys. That's that's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was hard to trust who was coming back from the injury. True. And then, um, yeah, Kittle had that big stretch, but, I mean, that was rough. Well, and you got you got Lance in there, and he's not there to throw the ball, really. Yeah. You know, that's just, that's just not it. So I, I don't blame him for playing it, but. Uh, all right, Rachel, who was your favorite draft pick? This year, Diggs. And who well, he was the last player? I would who say will not draft next year. Uh, Lamar. We, I think, there's the more and more people adding to that list. <laughs> yeah. Me, you, Brian. Yeah, he he had a slow start. He was always a questionable one to play, and then he with all the injuries for a while there. There was, a, there was a while the league was talking about him being MVP and that he's great. He's figured it all out. Well, he made the Pro Bowl over Josh Allen, but we won't get into that. Sad. <laughs> I like we already have, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Let, let's take a look at some of our other scores. Ah, we don't have to. No, we're good. No, let's go on. Uh, Scarano put up the high score of the week. Um, 170, uh, defeating JT. With a one uh, eighteen, I'll give you the extra half point. Um, Jamar Chase, Justin, Jamar Chase, uh, Cooper Cup, and the Chicago defense. Yeah, well, that was a pickup that I made in in just looking at their quarterback situation, and uh, just I, they're one of the more the Giants are such a disappointing team offensively. They that that was actually a, I would say it was a tactical move. Jamar Chase putting up fifty, you just got lucky. Yep. And, and then uh, moving on, we have Brian beating Jake, uh, 106 to 88. And Brian did not play two players? <laughs> I, I mean, who cares? It didn't. He knew that. It didn't matter. <laughs> and I will say that he was at that point, right? Like, that was – he was officially out. Like, there was nothing he was playing. Well, he was, he was officially out last week. Yeah, I mean, that's I know I, I joke. Mean, and that's fair. He said no in the chat, but I do think that those two teams might need something to play for. If we could throw them into the consolation bracket or something, it sucks if you get knocked out in the first round. It's going to be like, like 20 bucks. Anything. Yeah, I mean, and, th- and that's why I think, and I, you know, JT, I talked to you about this a little bit, but for the third place team to have that based on the three weeks of playoffs total points scored. Instead of okay. a third-place matchup. Ooh, I like that. Just amongst okay. playoffs. So, I mean, one and two, you're definitely guaranteed money. And then third place, even if you're out that first week, because you still made the playoffs, hmm. you still have a chance to earn a little oh, money. Oh, so, so you couldn't do what I did during the bye. You couldn't, like, sit everyone out. You would still have to play a team. Yeah. Ooh, Which is fine. Oh, that's interesting, too. If you're a bye team, yeah, you can't be doing your shenanigans. I love I love anything that prevents Scrabble from shenanigans. I remember looking at your lineup that week, and I thought ESPN was glitching. I was like, what is wrong? ESPN's broken. They could have jinxed me or whatever. I don't know. My team just didn't show up. I, I... You know, Sarana, you were trying to be cute like I am, and it just doesn't work out. Yeah, you guys have learned nothing. Cute. All right. <laughs> now, um, the, the real competition, the loser bracket. I put up the second high score in the league uh, with a 141. And I beat Casey, who actually kind of came back there and uh, put up a 121. Closer than I thought. Yeah. Uh, he, well, he had a big week from Wilson and Renfro. 
Um, yeah, but, and know, came back. Fantasy playoff superstar. But just just thank God he bought. I really wanted him to engrave it. I, I, I was keeping an eye on that game. Tamal, I was pulling for you. At, you Probably as much as I was pulling, well, I don't know, probably Cuzzy, me and you were tied. That's how bad I wanted that one. And you know what? I was watching that Antonio Brown news, and I'm like, that is a perfect representation of how my season at receiver has gone. <laughs> you had at least six receivers quit in the middle of the game. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Um, just for, for point totals, it was interesting here, Tamale. You you uh you put up 415.46 in the three weeks. So 415.46 divided by three. You put up 138.5 points a game. Which this late was- in the season, which is playoff level? <laughs> That would have been that would have been really really high. That, I mean, that would have been almost like second or third highest in, in the. Yeah, I mean, that first week I put up the high score. Yeah. This week I put up the second high score. I mean. Yeah. And your exactly. I'll tell you this, Tamale, your pickup of um the the St. Cloud guy is was a major. Like it just yeah. didn't pan out. It didn't pan out for you. But in reality, that was that it, it could have been one of the better free agent pickups of the year. It, first you know, time you find a receiver, and it was when it was too late. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, if I just had a receiver, I could be dangerous. Um, and then Joel, who also did not play a player. Um, Ooh, she pulled a Casey. She yeah. beats uh, the Michael Thomas, a uh, 130 to 113, so it didn't actually matter. So that means that all three of us have two wins and mm-hmm. one loss, and Casey has three losses. Um, take for that for what it will be. Um and Made by Jack. And Joel uh, comes in third place or second place. Yeah. Yeah, she beats Michael by you know, nine nine tenths of a point. Uh, but Tamala, you you crushed everybody by about forty. So congrats to you there, man. Way to way to take care of the time. I'll take it. I mean, hopefully I'll carry it into next year and be able to actually draft a receiver. I wouldn't bet on that. I I bought pizza and engraved a trophy last year. I recommend so Will Fuller and Tony Brown and Julio. I bought pizza, and somehow I'm the only person on this entire Zoom that didn't win something. So, <laughs> really, cool. really, really cool. Hey, but you don't have to buy pizza this year, so that's a win. right. Only my wife does, so that works out great for me. <laughs> <You're worried laughs> me. Don't worry, my credit card saved on that computer anyway. Oh, very true, man. I've been living high on the hog off of that one for months. <laughs> now. Uh, Tamala, is, is there anything else you wanted to, to cover? or? Uh... Well, so we just wanted to say that we, we have some of these great ideas for rule changes. And, um, you know, JT, we've had uh, these conversations between ourselves that we are one of the few leagues that we're involved in where we're constantly changing. We're not just sitting by and that's how we always did it. We're always looking for ways to make it better. Um, you know, I think some of you may be more in for progressive scoring, um, some extra points there. But, um, you know, like I said, with the playoffs, to make sure everyone gets paid, um, everyone involved, just looking at different ways. And I think it's worked out. I think we've had more, I think we've kept teams engaged throughout the whole season where. Re- 
other leagues, you know, you're three and seven. You're not paying attention anymore. Um, we had two. We had um, only two teams not really have uh, have any importance at all. That's all. This is up till the last week. I, I most leagues do not have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think your idea would even <laughs> two teams from having that happen. So, <clears throat> I you know, Tamal and I were talking earlier that we'd like to we'd like to have like a living document, something that we can consistently share into the chat and just put in there that people can access. Because I feel like we come up with ideas a lot throughout the year, and they don't always get written in one place. And then yeah. you know they, they do eventually sometimes get brought up at the rules meetings, but it's only if we remember it. Yeah, so, I mean, there's lots of stuff. I I, I text JT. Hey JT, how about this? What about this? Yeah. He's like, yeah, write it down, and then I then he sends the document in July, and I'll be like, yeah. Let me go figure out what I remember, and I'll write it yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, most of them are like, what if we just didn't have receivers on the team? <laughs> Not even total QB, QB, total team. Yeah, just, total team. Just that's going – and I think this this upcoming year, that's going to be a very interesting <laughs> I think I was – yeah, I think I was a swing vote on that one, and I think – Yeah, I, Lamar Huntley yeah, will do that. Converting. Yeah. 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 Um, so – what, what I want to do is I, I want to make this document. I'm going to attach it to the league website, and then I'll put that in the chat for everyone to um, hopefully put some ideas. And hopefully while the season's still going on and while you're thinking about it, because, I mean, there are I'm sure there's ideas about, like, I wish our league did this now while you're – I mean, Jay, could you even, time. like – like just like a Google Doc, um, I, I don't know something. I'm I'm just trying to think of this that could be posted even on the le- on the um, just on the ESPN page. Sure, yeah, I, I think we could uh, easily get that going. Tamala mentioned tying it into the website. We could have the same link just in, in ten different places. I just want people <laughs> to access it, and I want them to use it because I think we're more likely to have people voting and more likely to have people participating in these rules meetings if if they have not only uh, rules themselves that they've come up with, but things that they've looked at and thought about and maybe had a little more investment with. And maybe even a way to comment on I don't know. They, we'll keep our, keep our minds open. There's an easy comment section for Doc, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that, Tamala. Well, we, we can talk off air about how to create that, but <clears throat> let's get that going in the next couple of weeks so that people can start to do that while we're still talking football and you know, even during the playoffs this year. And, and you say a couple weeks, guys, if I don't have that to you by Saturday, uh, you know, put a comment in the group chat and then I'll make oh, sure I, I get that out. I will, I'll I will do that. <laughs> Set alarm, Saturday at midnight. Got it. Jason, I don't know if you have some awards you want to hand out or if you just have some fun facts about my excellent receivers that you want to share. I mean, uh, that's a couple pages of this, but I will say I spent a good a bit of time this morning. And, and uh, Scrano, I know you always enjoy this. And I love this part. You stick around for this. <clears throat> I did some diving into the stats just to kind of analyze the season. Uh, so yeah, everybody just gets up and leaves. I, you know, for those <laughs> that, are, that are not here, it's literally just Rachel and I are the only two people that are left. Everybody else just, just left. So you I'm can tell that you really – you capture an audience by how many of them stay uh, in their chairs during. So, JT, but if, if, I, if I remember correctly, there yes. was one year 
when the league actually did this for us, it was part of the commissioner's tools. And then they're like, that feature is too great. Let's get rid of it. Yeah, they they used to do this with uh, like a weekly ranking system too. And Rachel would get so mad at the computer. And it just, it kind of reminds me of how the rankings went this year, but with humans. So you're absolutely right, Tamala, that this definitely was something that, that used to happen. Um, but it was, this is not like necessarily awards as much as just kind of what I saw was, was interesting stuff. So <clears throat> I split it into categories. I have just things about points, things about players, things about health, and then things about the draft. So Looking at it from the points perspective, Scarano, the guy who disappeared here, uh, I believe set an all-time record with an average of 155.2 points a game. Now, we have a 10-team league that I think really helped to boost that up. I could be wrong. That's not the all-time high, but that really feels like it might be one of the all-time highs. Tamala, feel free to check in on that. <clears throat> Our lowest was Joelle. She was only a, a 118 uh, 0.6. So we're looking at a pretty hearty difference there. It was about 36.6 points a game. And that that's pretty huge when you think about those two. So um, the point thing that stood out for me the most though was, and this, I know this doesn't come as a surprise because of the way we have our playoffs, but the top six teams for points in the league were our six playoff teams. So mm -hmm. our system is set up. Well, I think it worked good. Like, it means that none of the top four snuck in through shenanigans either because only five and six make it through. Points. So, I was, the only thing I was, that where that would have happened was Michael, right? If he had, well, that right, and that would have been the one that, that would have been off. So, uh, Rachel, I think you'll appreciate this one. You had the most points scored against, and so your six wins are a little bit of a lark. And this is why we have our point system because you had 144.2 points a game scored against you which is pretty significant. You know, I mean, anybody gets a 140 against you one week, you're thinking you got a, a raw deal. You average 144 against you. Um, Scarano, you, on the other hand, had the least points scored against you by anybody. So you scored the most and had the least points scored against you. You, on average, were winning by, by like 20 to 30 points a game just on who you were averaging. So you were 126 a game. I, I find that to be interesting. I, I would imagine this may have been one of the only times where the, the top score was also the least scored against. Does that make sense? Scarno, that's pretty yeah, that's pretty it's crazy. You were, it's, you were that's where the people. record comes in. And then I still dropped the ball in the playoffs. But go ahead. Yeah, but you were you were killing people. Um and then on the opposite side of that, for the top six points against, five of those teams made the playoff. So the least points against actually really, really helped too. There was only one outlier, and she happens to be sitting here as our champion, with Rachel, who had a ton of points again, and still happens to make it. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, pretty cool to see. <clears throat> Scarano, in terms of differentials, you were the highest at 29 a game over your opponent. I was second with 20 a game, but I won five less games than you. So I beat my opponent on average by 20 points a week, and I still only won you know, uh, significantly less games. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Colin, same thing. He beat his opponent by 17 points a week, and he won four less games than you, Scarano. So matchups, matchups, matchups. Hey, Tamala, you showed up here, buddy. Congrats on this next stat. You had the worst point differential. You lost 
by an average of 17. And even when you won, you were losing by an average of 17. So you're kind uh negative 17 was impressive. You tied with Joel uh, and Casey for four wins. And they also had a negative 16 and a half and negative 16 point differentials. So no surprise there, but all three of you uh, had a lot more points scored against you than you scored. Can I, can I, can I interrupt for one second? Of course. Uh, what was um, Mike's average? 155.2. So in the 2018 league year, I averaged um, 170. Oh, wow. Was that the year you lost right in the first that's, round? That's the year I came in fourth place. Okay, okay, okay. Fourth, fourth place going into the um, Kinda like you playoffs, and I believe I came in second place. Wow, man. Well, that's crazy. Uh, and, and oh, no, no, no. Fourth place overall. Final standing. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, you both like, had such high scores, and neither of you won the year you did that. That's why. It is weird. Because to have that high score, that's an every week kind of thing. That's not like an outlier. And then and, to have and your, that was the year you came in third that year, Rachel. Mm. There we go. All right, let's move on to some players. Scarano, you uh, you appear a lot in this, um, and there's some really, really interesting things digging into it. Cooper Cup led all fantasy players in scoring. He averaged 26 points a game. Insane. I cannot think of any time in history when a wide receiver was the top scorer in fantasy. We're, it would have to go back to maybe like Jerry Rice. That was before any of us were really playing. Uh, even when Randy Moss was doing what he was doing, there was still Brady. a quarterback that was above him. Um, and that's, that's, that's wild. Uh, Scrano, you had three of the top eight scoring players in all of fantasy. Uh, that, that is, uh, I would imagine one so of the first Taylor times. and Stafford, right? Mm, yeah, I, I might've been, I, I might've even been Chase. I, I would have to go back and double check it. It oh, was, okay. <laughs> but you had three of the top eight. Colin was the only other one that had two people in the top 10. Don't worry, Tamala, you're in this stat too. Michael, Casey, and you did not have anybody in the top 10 scoring, so congratulations on that. You were the only three teams that had that happen. <laughs> there you are, buddy. There you go, man. All right. Now, I would like you guys to have a little trivia on this. There were 18 players that averaged more than 20 points per game. 12 of them were quarterbacks. Six of them were position players. Can you name the six position players? We obviously know one is Cup that scored more than 20 points per game. What are the other five? Taylor. Correct. Chase. Total games or games played? Uh, average per game they played. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, yeah. Derrick Henry is the only one that was on there that did not play a full season. Chase was not one of them. Okay. Rachel, you had one of these players. Adams. Average more than 20. Adams. Devante. Oh, yeah, Devante. Yeah. Yep. All right, you guys are missing two players. Hmm. It's hard, right? I was sitting there before I, I, I was looking at the names and I was trying to come up with it. I came up with, you know, Debo? those. Hmm? Debo? Debo is one of them. Well done. Interesting. Interesting. And now, Tamal, this last one's a special one just for you, buddy. Kelsey. Oh, no. It's not your player. Don't you worry. Eckler. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> there we are. 
Love it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my personal favorite. Uh, That's very, just very not good. hot on the dude. Just yeah, not you, hot you, on you know, I, I gave you crap for that. I I would have picked him. I would have picked him if he was there for me at ten. Number two running back in the entire league. Mm-hmm. One of only six players to average over twenty. Um, here was some interesting stuff. I was looking at just the top at each position. Um. For Joelle, who had the lowest score in the league, she had the top-scoring quarterback and the top-scoring tight end in the league. So great at two positions and truly horrendous at some of her other positions uh, because she had Allen and Andrews, which was really interesting. It, um, it, it would have been so amazing to see what Joelle's season would have looked like if she didn't draft Barkley. I, I was thinking that same thing when I went through that because that was just such a devastating pick for her. If she could have had a, a really solid running back, she would have. Uh, I would imagine not be having pizza right now. Um, Who's who? It's weird. Who was available on her second pick? You know, I was looking at the draft today, but I, I didn't. I didn't keep that in mind. Yeah, I'm just um, trying to like figure it out. But, like, well, as, probably as we'll see, probably Harris. Got, she got really burned on her second pick too because her second pick was Calvin Ridley. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you, you got the bad pick of Barkley and then just the, like, ridiculous mental health situation that you no one could have ever seen coming from Ridley. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Ready? Here we go. These are some interesting ones. Colin had two of the top seven quarterbacks on his team. That is uh, interesting. Feels like he maybe could have traded one of them. He had Burrow and Rodgers, and he kept making the wrong call. So, much <laughs> like me a couple years ago. Trade but ones. at the same time, we, we didn't have any trades this year. Another year without trades. Uh, yeah, but people weren't and really posing it. Unlike last year, unlike not last year, years in the past, where we've had we had trades made and they were vetoed. I'm looking at you, Scarano. Um I don't think there were any accepted. I mean, right? I didn't. I didn't even see much of any that were proposed. So, um, this I, one blew my this one blew my mind. Colin had two of the top six running backs. He was the only person that had two in the top six. And one of them was Najee, who some people saw as the workhorse. But this one shocked me. Zeke was in the top six as a running back. I thought he had just... That's surprising because I would say that he had a bad year, and I'd say that Pollard took a lot of his carries. I know. And and yet Zeke had a better year than Pollard and was top six as a running back. So Colin had two of the top quarterbacks and two of the top running backs on his team? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but the QBs, I mean, they came back I don't... Yeah, well, I mean, listen, he was he, he got got set. Yeah. Um, Scarano, you had two of the top five receivers. We discussed that with Cup and Chase. You also had two of the top seven running backs. So if we add one more running back, you were okay. in there. And the sneakiest one, Corderell Patterson is your second one, which is just ridiculous. Where Chubb kind of disappointed me this year. Yeah. He wasn't terrible, but wasn't, I mean – Listen, Patterson was. Um, I, I almost want to say I'm not even sure if he was a waiver pick or if he wanted to be. Oh, he was a waiver. Oh, he was a waiver. Absolutely, he was a waiver pick. We're not sure about even playing. Yeah, um, I. And then all those stats were great, but only only one guy had two of the top five at a position called running back Tamala, and that guy is sitting right here with the best running backs in the league. And he just, it is in nice bold letters that says, suck it, Tamala. Two of the top five right here. <laughs> Eckler and Fournette, take that, running back. And backs. the Wilson, Andrew Wilson pickup was, 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 turned out well. That doesn't even include Damian Harris, who had himself a wonderful season. So great running backs on my team. Um, 
the top scoring defense was the Cowboys defense. It was the only defense that scored over 10. Who would have thought the Cowboys would have a good defense? Uh, they were great. 11.4 points per game. No other defense was even over nine. So huge if you had them and were playing them every week. And there was only one kicker that averaged more than 10 as well. I hate both those positions. They're such a flyer. Uh, you can use skill like Scrano did in our matchup, but most of the time you're just really taking taking a guess. Tamala, you had the kicker, I believe. You had Folk. Folk, yeah. yeah. So some interesting. Yeah, and that, well, I mean, I didn't pick him up until about week eight-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all those guys are on there. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about health. Rachel got to see what it was like when your quarterback didn't stay healthy. Obviously, it didn't kill her for the season. But yeah. for the top seven quarterbacks, right, the, not, the seven best quarterbacks in the league, how many games do you think those seven quarterbacks missed by? It's a couple, because what about Rod- let's Rodgers now? Rodgers is COVID. Tomorrow says five. What do you say, Rachel? I'm going to say seven. Seven? I'm going to say four. I think this is small. I think, I mean, no, three. Three. It's going to be. Three. Now, are you ready? This blew my mind. Okay. One game. The Rodgers COVID one. It's just Rodgers? COVID game is the only game any of the top seven quarterbacks missed. That that's was. why they throw so many flags for roughing the quarterback. They don't. Yeah, that's like your, it. That, I mean, that's it. Those guys were huge. They were putting up numbers, and they were not missing games. You start thinking about the big quarterbacks. All your big quarterbacks weren't the ones who were getting hurt this year. There weren't any major quarterback injuries. The old Lamar Lamar Jackson would be the one. Yeah, that's and I, look and at I, Rachel, that You managed to pivot on that, and you still managed to win this thing with it. There you go, Cousy. Yep. Now here's a position that has a little more. What about the top seven running backs? You combine all the seven best running backs. And by the way, Derrick Henry did not make the top seven. So keep that in mind. How many do you think they missed? A little harder to stay healthy at this position. I'm going to say nine. Sixteen. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 12 in the middle. This is where it's all about the health. Four combined games. Wow. There were running backs. In fact, there were uh, four of the seven didn't miss a game at all. And Eckler missed one game when he had COVID. Patterson missed one one game when he had a hamstring injury. And Fournette missed the final two games of the year with his hamstring. That's it. All of the other top four backs didn't even miss a game. Wow. It's just like, and that's that's health luck, right? Especially yeah. when you're dealing with COVID. There's just so little you can do. And then the last one, same idea uh, for the top seven wide receivers. How many games do you think they missed? You're, you're starting to see a pattern. I bet you can kind of identify this here. But yeah, I'm going two. <laughs> yeah, two. Two. Grano? I'll take five. I think it's a little bit more. You should have just gone with the other geniuses here. It was two. <laughs> Uh, so you had Devonta miss one game, mm-hmm. and, and Debo missed one game, and that's it. The other five receivers did that's not crazy. miss a game. And in oh. this in this league of of COVID and and in all the mess, it I, I mean that had to be huge for people. Just to have a player playing every week was but, unbelievable. Okay, and I I don't know if you have this handy, and you probably don't. But what's the average per game? Is the average per game just that close? Where if you miss a game, you're automatically out of the top scores. 
So it's not about I didn't do it based on average per game. It was total points. Yeah, so yeah, if you miss the game, understand. but what I'm but what let's I'm say that is, you know, say okay. I, so, but I could, I could tell you the, the top running backs were all within the uh, twenty-three to eighteen range. So it was approximately eighteen points. The top quarterbacks were all um, within the twelve or above twenty range. So that's missing a group of twenty. And then the re receivers were a little lower. I think it was like seven to twenty. So it was it was a huge chunk. I mean, you you couldn't fall behind. So I I think that I, that's one of those things. Again, though, it's so out of our control. So out of control. But all right, my last little segment. I don't know why he got injured this year. <laughs> well, yeah, he's he's a stud. But speaking of studs, Grano, I think this will be your favorite one. I did a little draft digging. Yes. I went back to the draft and I pulled out the um, best late round picks and then the worst first round picks. And I Love looking it. forward to Love this. It. All right, so you ready? I went yes. through and looked, and I was looking for people that ended up um, drafting late at this point that had really good seasons in round. 18, 17, and 16. Nobody good was taken. The entire league drafted a bunch of crap, and none of those players even stuck around on roster. Nothing really even serviceable. Not even like like this guy's okay. It was a maybe a couple handcuffs. Yeah, but nothing that was like, oh, this guy got a steal. It was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. All right, doesn't get better from here on out. Round 15's best pick was James Conner, which was a really good pick. Oh, he turned yeah. out an incredible right. amount of touchdowns. The bad news is he was drafted by Michael, who dropped him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it gets better, ladies and gentlemen, because in round 14, another stellar pick was Joe Burrow. Had a really good season this year, ended up as a top seven quarterback. However, he too was drafted by Michael and dropped. <laughs> Uh-oh, overcoaching uh, point for the team. So, Michael had two real studs in late rounds that could have probably bolstered a team that had a tough stretch with injuries, and unfortunately, he dropped those guys to replace them. So, this is why you have faith in the team you draft and avoid the waiver wire. This is why you wrong. In round thirteen, um, I made an appearance here. I drafted Fournette there uh, until his hamstring injury. He was obviously really, really yeah. good. I was surprised to see that one. Um, in round 12, sorry, Rachel, I know this one hurts, but Brian got Brady there. He was the, you know, one of the top quarterbacks. I think we all hate to see it, but it's, it's the truth. Yeah. Uh, Tamala, good news, buddy. You got Hurts in the 11th round and he was actually a stud this year. Plus he shows incredible calm when a, a segment of a stadium almost collapses on him. So a, a true, yeah. incredible play. Um, can we round... can we take that out for real quick? Oh, yeah. Go for it. Um, so you you talked about Michael uh, picking up these uh, drafting these great players and then dropping them. Um, looking you at our moves, moves? Michael Thomas made fifty seven moves, followed by JT at thirty nine, Garano at thirty three. Oh yeah. And then um, and then we have I, I've made twenty nine, Colin. 27, uh, Brian and Jake both at 26. I don't like where this is going. Um, <laughs> then we have Rachel and uh, Casey with 15. 
And the least amount of moves uh, would Joel with 11. All right. But 57, now, that's, that's almost double the next closest. What I would really love to see, Tomah, is, is somebody to really scroll back into the transaction counter and to see who Michael picked up for James Conner and Joe Burrow. Because <laughs> I can only imagine there might be some interesting names on there. Um, going back to round 10, uh, Brian got Mike Williams in round 10. Now, he had kind of a roller coaster season, but really, really good weeks uh, when he was on. And Jake got Marquise Brown, who had a nice bounce back year. Did not expect him to be as good. Uh, in round nine, Colin got Debo Sam. Man, what, what a stud that was for him. Um, and I got Jalen Waddell, who was really, really good in his rookie season. Scarano, you make your first appearance here. You got Jamar Chase in the eighth round. Uh, obviously, that last week he had really bolted him up into the, the best, but he was good. Plenty of and there's there's sometimes he'll miss though. That that's what I'll say. Is there's, yeah, there's little a bit, level little of inconsistency bit. that you're gonna get. Yep. And Casey's only appearance on the positive list was uh he had Braden Cooks that round as well. So not bad for the eighth. He was, I think, top 15 receiver. Um, and then the last uh, stud steal I had in round seven, uh, Damian Harris, who ended up as yeah. a top 15 running back. And, um, you know, New England running backs are always a complete crapshoot with the way stupid Belichick runs it. Uh, that was it. So uh, this comes to the tougher part. Tamale might want to go get mirror plugs. Uh, I'm not sure how you're going to like the next couple ones. These are called the big busts. These are the draft picks that either through injury or just awful play um, really killed, killed the season. So let's start with round six. Casey drafted Kenny Galladay. Mm -hmm. Did not go well. But good news, he was not alone. Mr. Tamala here drafted Julio Jones. And who could have seen coming that Julio would have a great deal of injuries and maybe miss you know, you told me at six, though. It's a reasonable place that he was taken. I mean, but eh. that's all right. Don't worry, Tamal. You'll appear a few more times in round five. Chris Carson, not your fault. More the structural integrity of his neck seems to be the issue. But uh, he was very well for me in the beginning of the year, he was. And then uh, you know, I think he had like a fusion surgery or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, not good. So. Uh, you get to stand alone in that in that round. Congrats on that one. Um, in round four, Rachel, uh, I know he was your team mascot, but Robert Woods in the fourth round uh, took, a, took a tough hit. That one's not great. But good news, Tamal, you also have an appearance there with Allen Robinson. That one didn't go so well for you there. Uh, just for those keeping track, that is three straight rounds that Tamal, your pick, has been clutch in the sixth, fifth, fourth. Uh, okay. On to round three. Casey, you know, injury luck here, but Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, good when he played, but missed a lot of weeks. Uh, tough one to have as his top running back after Henry. And then, oh, good news, Tamale, you're there again. Uh, James yeah. Robinson, it was also uh, an appearance here. So anybody named Robinson, bad news for you. Uh, Tamale, I got to admit, man, four of your top six picks were absolute bust, and you didn't have – a disastrous year. You won the consolation bracket. Yeah. It's not bad. It's no some weird pickup stuff like that did well. Yeah. So as much as I mock you, there's a lot of good there to be to be seen. Just draft significantly better next year, and everything will be fine. 
<laughs> that was the plan this year, and you saw how that went. So can I, can I interrupt? Of course. All right. The Michael Thomas dropped James Conner oh, on September Friday, September 24th Early. at 207 for Quintez Cepheus. Oh, well, that was a great draw. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, uh, on Wednesday, September 22nd at 9.45 a.m. Same week. He dropped Joe Burrow for Kurt Cousins. Oh, Robin Kurt. <laughs> Wow. Well, at least those two people didn't stay on his team at all. I mean, yeah. but honestly, it, it's a murderer's row if you go back and look through some of these transactions. I'm sure we'd all be mortified if yes. you looked at some of the names that we dropped. I I, I certainly give myself on there. I don't mean to, to mock him too much there. That's definitely something we've all suffered from, but it just those two stood out. So, uh, all right, two rounds. Final two, round two. Poor Joel, Calvin Ridley, disaster, absolute disaster. And uh, making his third appearance on the list, we have Casey uh, with DeAndre Hopkins, who is a complete and utter bust. So just those keeping track at home, Casey has drafted Kenny Galladay, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and DeAndre Hopkins, all of whom were awful in the first six rounds. Uh, thankfully, he does not get to escape the first round either. There were three absolute first-round busts, Barkley, McCaffrey, and Henry, you hate to see it. Three mm-hmm. big stud running backs. Everybody thinks that this running back's the way to go. That's well, Michael and Casey. And here was the absolute kicker for me. Everybody goes by all these lists and you go, I got to take my top pass. It's the way to go. Here are the rankings of the top six picks that were drafted in this league. McCaffrey was the 37th ranked running back. Dalvin Cook was the 14th ranked running back. Alvin Kamara was the 10th ranked running back. Saquon Barkley was the 32nd ranked running back. Ezekiel Elliott was the best of the bunch. Mind-boggling as the 6th best running back. And Derrick Henry was the 17th best running back. The top six picks did not create a single top five scorer at the position. This really tells you why those top pick, you know, um, when we do our magic color wheel or whatever, when those come in, why like people are like, oh yeah, I got the first, like I. And then you go, okay, well, it was the first round, and that means four people actually had good picks. Yes, it worked out that way. The last four picks of the first round actually presented good players, but if you move to the second round, there were ten players drafted, nine of them didn't end up in the top five at their position. Crazy. So that yeah. means that out of the first round, 15 of the 20 players drafted didn't end up in the top five at their position. That is an incredible indictment of the draft. The only player in the second round who did was Najee Harris. That's, that's insane. Crazy. That's insane. Yeah, that's wild. We put so much stake in the draft. We put so much value in which pick we have, and we all we all botched it. Every one of us had at least one complete bust. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. And that brings me to the conclusion of Statapalooza. I love it, Jay. One of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just love getting to write Tomorrow's name down a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> fascinating. Absolutely fascinating to me. 
So, Tamala, I'll send along that stuff if you want to post it on the site. Absolutely. Uh, if you, and uh, that way, if people, I know it's a lot when I'm saying that. Loud, so hopefully, uh, some people can enjoy that and get to see where, like me, we made some mistakes and where, like uh, Rachel and Colin, where there were some real, real good ones. All right. So, JT, do you have the final standings in front of you? Yes. All right. First pick. Hey. V. Michael Thomas. What was his final ranking? Uh, he would be – are we talking regular season or final standings, final standings? Final standings, final standings. Okay. Uh, he would be in ninth place. All right. Second pick, Jake. Uh, Jake would be in sixth place. Third pick, Brian. He would be in fifth place. Um, okay. Fourth pick, uh, Joel. Uh, that would be eighth place. Fifth pick, Colin. Uh, second place. Okay. okay. Uh, sixth pick, uh, Casey. Oh, that would be dead last. Ah, I feel good. All right. Seventh pick, Rachel. Uh, first, I believe, if I remember correctly. You told us tonight. <laughs> eighth pick, uh, JT. Uh, that would be fourth. Uh, ninth pick, Toronto. Third, and then tenth pick, me. You, yeah, and you are uh, seventh. Although I did win the consolation bracket. I mean, if that counts for anything, count for twenty dollars. Um, you certainly can't say that the top picks are really good, though. I mean, but, like, yeah. like I, 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 there's a degree of randomness wrong. to it. Yeah. If anything, it seemed to, it seemed to hurt this year. Because, mm -hmm. as we saw, each of those people not only had a top pick, but had a top pick that didn't perform, and then had to wait a long time before they got their second pick. Yeah. And then and everybody, I, everybody's second pick didn't perform. And, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be interesting, because you're still going to have Derrick Henry. You're going to have McCaffrey up yeah. there. And, you know, and you may have Saquon. I don't think you will. This is McCaffrey's second year. This is McCaffrey's second year in a row that he really – Hasn't played. I don't know. I think he's out of the first. I think I think Barkley and McCaffrey are out of the first round. I'm yeah. sure I'll forget this next year, but right now it's making me completely rethink how I would do drafting. I might draft a wide receiver this year. I would go first, second, third, fourth round for you tomorrow. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just like everybody is so certain that those top running backs are going to be what the key to their season is. And yet we just watched bust after bust after bust. I was the only one who drafted a wide receiver the first round. I think it paid off. Yeah, he was great. He was great. Especially I thought you had to be nervous would have taken that. Oh, no, I didn't, take, I didn't take a wide receiver the first round. You took, uh, you took a tight end. Yeah. Yeah, you took a tight end. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Another fun season. I always uh, have an absolute blast with it, as much as it causes me physical pain, especially to lose to Scarano. But <laughs> this time of year is, is so, it's, it's such a bummer, man. I now, hate I hate that it's over. Scarano, but we will have, get, we'll have my playoff challenge. But now, Scarano, do you get to bring me to dinner when, you, when JT pays up? I'm going to Angus Best part is... He's pay. I, I'm paying with his card. 
It's, you you get whatever you want, buddy. It's on you. <laughs> Angus Barnett is my friend. Sure. <laughs> no, but no, guys. It's, it's it's been a fun season. It's been it's been an up and down season. Um, the COVID has definitely brought a lot of challenges to the fantasy, but I think we've made it through um, pretty well with no major issues in the league. Really, the, the league actually had little to no issues at all this year. It was a very calm, calm year. You know, we, we teased a couple people uh, about not starting big guys, but there wasn't any major issues with controversies or trades or anything this year. And that was with a significantly worse COVID impact this year than last. Yes. Mm-hmm. It yep. really messed with a lot of teams, especially as the season went on. It, it got awful there near the playoffs. So let's let's hope that we get into next year's football season without that becoming mm-hmm. an issue again. God. Well, you know, they'll just change the testing rules. Like, you know, once you test positive, you don't have to test for the season, then you'll have everyone to positive in the preseason. I heard today that there are a lot of players that are voluntarily getting themselves tested on Monday because they know if they test positive, they can now get back in time to play on Sunday. Hence the Eagles uh, with 12 guys going out on Monday. We had, there was I think I saw seventy six players in the NFL test positive today because it's it's almost it's a strategy at this point. Mm-hmm. If you test later in the week positive, you're not going to make it back in time. And if you test positive now, you're not going to be tested for the playoffs. Right. Yeah. All right. right. Yeah, that's that. true. It's it's so weird to be thinking about players gaming the system when it comes to that, but it but it makes sense. You want your guys to to, to actually test positive now on a Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was talking this morning to a, a coworker, and it was interesting watching the Green Bay game. It was so cold that you could see their breath, and you mm. could actually see like how far it travels. And they're all in the huddle, and we're like, "Oh, if one of those people is positive, now they all are." Yeah. You can actually, like, see how far it goes. Right. Yeah, this is true. A, a true representation of just how far those droplets are traveling. Yeah. Ugh. All right, guys. All right, guys. This has been the Fantasy Trail. Uh, this was season six, made it 17 episodes this year. Uh, congratulations to Rachel on a great win and a wonderful great job. Thank you. Great uh, job, Cousy. You know, Scarano, congratulations to you on a great fantasy season yourself. Highest winning percentage, highest winning percentage ever. I'll no one's had an undefeated season. First. <laughs> And that, yeah, but you had an extra game, so that actually brings your. Yeah, I know. Well.